Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. I am always so very grateful that you've chosen to tune in and listen to our leadership content. Thank you so much for doing that. Hey, today, as you can expect, I'm super excited to share this podcast episode with you because I have a great conversation with a good friend of mine, David McLennan. And uh, we talk about, here's the question that we're going to answer for you in this podcast episode. And that is, why do you need a group? David is a leadership uh, consultant and coach, much like myself, but he really focuses in on the need for a group, whether you call it a support group, an accountability group, a mastermind group. Uh, David actually calls it his inner circle groups, and he'll explain that in the podcast episode, but that's what we're going to answer for you today is why do you need a group? And before I tell you a little bit about David and, and the, uh, the interview that I had with him, I'll just say this. I fully support the idea that you need to be a part of multiple groups actually in your leadership journey. Uh, And I, I speak of it in the interview as you'll hear in just a moment, but a lot of my success as a leader is a direct result of being a part of groups like the one that David and I talk about multiple groups at different times. I've been a part of multiple groups. So I highly encourage you to really pay attention to what David has to share in this episode and really uh, focus on finding that group that you need to be a part of. Uh, You can find more about David at davidmcglennon.com. That's M-C-G-L-E-N-N-E-N. Or you can go to the show notes for this episode. This is actually episode uh, number 92. So you can head over to rookieleaders.com, episode number 92. In the show notes, you'll find all the links of everything that David is going to share uh, today in this podcast. Uh, I met David several months ago, really connected with him. He gave me the opportunity to be on his podcast. He has a great podcast called In the Growth Space Highly encourage you to take that out or check that out. Um, I uh, had an opportunity to be on his podcast and meet with him. Uh, I really love the leadership message that he has, but really today wanted to focus in on this this question of why do you need a group? I love David and his and his mission for leaders. He his mission is to make an impact with leaders of all types uh, to create the life of their dreams rather than have them just dreaming about life really love his heart for leaders. So without further ado, here's my interview with David McGlennon. All right, David, welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast. I'm super excited to share you and your knowledge with the audience. So welcome to the podcast. Hey, Michael, it is great to be here. I am so grateful and really looking forward to this conversation. You know, I I mentioned to you before we hit the record button here that normally with guests on the podcast, I'll have a a meeting with them prior to this and we'll talk about what topic we want to discuss and things like that. But I remember shooting you an email and and thinking to myself, I don't care what David wants to talk about. (laughs) 
I want him on the show and whatever it is he wants to talk about, I know I'll love it and I know it'll bring value to the audience. So I'm thrilled to have you on here. And um, we did talk about briefly before we hit the record button, what do we want to talk about? And I was just so excited about uh, the topic that you brought to mind that uh, we're going to share with the audience. We're going to be talking about, uh, call it mastermind groups, call it accountability groups, support groups, whatever it might be. I know that you're really, really passionate about uh, teaching and coaching leaders in this process of find this group that you need to be a part of. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, Michael, you know, one of the things that as I went through my growth journey as as a leader, um, one of the things that I didn't have was a systematic process to to growth. And, you know, I was a, a partner with my dad for almost 19 years in the insurance industry. And um, while we had a great organization, we actually grew it, we we sold it, we we started another company, began to build it. We never really had a process. My dad really never had a process to mentor me, to to help me to grow. And it really wasn't until a little bit later in my life that I had to learn about what it meant to be coached and what it meant to you know have a have a mastermind group or or a peer group. Mm-hmm. And so I really felt like as as a leader, that's where the vast majority of my growth has been. And, and really it's only been within the last well, maybe about 20 years that uh, I've, I've been in those kinds of groups and seen the, the, the value of being in them. And so um, I, I just absolutely love the environment and it's really what I've dedicated my life to now is to be able to help other leaders, uh, especially emerging leaders. You call them rookie leaders. I, I call them emerging leaders. Same mm-hmm. thing. Maybe they're new to people leadership and and maybe they've never led people before. And now they kind of go, oh, wow, now what? I, I need to communicate. I need to uh, have difficult conversations. And so um, having a safe space to be able to learn how to do that is really important for those kinds of leaders. Yeah. You know, as we dive into this topic and into this discussion, David, I, I really want us to share with the audience here, the, the, what, the why and the how, right? So when we talk about mastermind group or accountability group or peer group or what, again, whatever yeah. term yeah. we want to use for it, uh, I really want us to really coach the audience here through, well, what is that? What is that? What does it even mean? Yeah. Uh, and then let's really focus in on, well, why is that even important? As a brand new leader, why do I need that? Uh, and then I certainly want to leave the audience with, well, here's how. Here's how you either create one of these groups, find one of these groups, whatever it might be, right? So I guess let's first start there kind of in your definition. What is what is this group that we're talking about, this support or accountability or mastermind group that we're talking about? Yeah. So, so a a mastermind group essentially is, or a peer group, it it doesn't really matter what you call it. It's a group of leaders who are, are like-minded. They are uh, coming together for a common purpose. And that common purpose is generally to help each other learn and lead and grow. And so when, when people like that come together, um, it, it really, allows and and creates an environment where thoughts and ideas are sparked in a way that's really hard to describe 
but it's essentially two or more people coming together for a common purpose, mutual support and, and growth. And I don't care what you call it. Uh, you know, I call them inner circles. It's, it's my, that's my terminology from, for the groups that I run, but, but it, it really comes from, um, the, the book, uh, think and grow rich by Napoleon mm-hmm. Hill, which I'm right. sure you've heard of and, and, and read, uh, it's an old book, but Napoleon Hill talks about the power of the mastermind and what happens in those groups is that there becomes what he, he calls the third mind. Mm-hmm. Essentially what it is, it's you're going through this group and you're having this discussion and, and maybe you're processing an issue for one of the individuals that's in the, in the group. And this idea just pops into your head boop, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have an idea that you weren't even thinking of be by virtue of helping someone else. And so it really is a, an environment that allows leaders to, to learn and to grow in a way that I don't think you can outside of having a, a, a supportive group. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, if I've been successful in, in any way throughout my career, especially my career as a leader, I think in large part, it's contributed to the fact that I was among other people. Uh, you use the words like-minded people. Um, yeah. and, and just the fact that I was among those other people in a, in a very intentional way, we'll talk about that in just a moment, but we were getting together in a very intentional and purposeful way. Um, I, I would say that the majority of any success I've, I've enjoyed is attributed to just that fact. Because I, I agree with you, on my own, I wouldn't have been able to thought to think of those ideas or, or on my own, I wouldn't have been able to maintain the motivation and the energy to get through the hard work without knowing that there was accountability awaiting me and, and things like that. There's just so many value there. We'll get to again in the, in the benefits of, of, uh, groups, but you, you talked especially about like-minded individuals and so I want us to talk a little bit about why that is so important, because I, I believe that is where a lot of the great value for me personally in these mastermind groups uh, has has come about, because it's more than just group think, right? It's more than just, right. well, let's get a few people together and let's just brainstorm a few ideas on how to solve this problem. It's a lot more than that, right? And so talk a little bit about this like-mindedness and this commitment from each of the members to one another. Yeah. You know, like-minded is not the same as same-minded. Right. You know, like, like-minded doesn't mean sameness. Mm-hmm. And, and like-minded means that we all value the same things. We mm-hmm. all value growth. We all value input and feedback and accountability. So it, it really comes from a place of common values. And I think that that is really, really important. And, and when I think of um, common values, I, I think of someone who is willing to be, be that person who says, hey, Michael, you know, I don't think you're right on this. I, I see things differently. This is how I see it. And being able to challenge you, being able to challenge me, I, I, I think that's very important. And there's a lot of leaders who, especially as they become a leader and get into a leadership role, they have people around them that just want to tell them what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And having a group 
that is like-minded. In other words, they, they have the same values. They want to grow and they're not afraid to, to share their perspective with others is so valuable because where else can we get that? Mm-hmm. If we're in a role, if, I, if I'm the CEO of a company and I have a, an executive leadership team, chances are good that, that they're going to tell me what I want to hear. Right. And rather than tell me the things that I need to hear and challenge me and, and help me to see things that I don't see. So, um, so that's what I mean by, by like-minded. It's, it's really coming from a place of, of, of similar values, um, being able to and desiring to help other people and, and, and really being able to accept other perspectives so that we can see what we don't see because we all have blind spots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And such good points there, David. And, and I completely agree with you that, um, and again, we'll talk about it when we talk about how do you get into one of these groups, but I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I believe you have to reach outside of your organizational chart to, to be a part of one of these groups because within your organizational chart, there are those, there's that hierarchy there. There are those boundaries that in some way is going to limit the feedback that you get or the candidness of the feedback that you may receive. And you're right. I mean, what you need is that that group of people that without any hindrances whatsoever can tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear, uh, but what you need to hear. Uh, And one aspect too, I'd like for you to talk about and this is certainly a dynamic that has played out in many of the groups I've been a part of. It, one comes to mind right now is a mastermind group that I'm a part of. And that mastermind group, the, 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 the common goal that we have is we're, we're all uh, small business, online business entrepreneurs. Uh, and so that's the, the, the commonality that we all have. The businesses are, are drast- drastically different, but they're all online and we're all small businesses. Um, and, but the the beginning of this group, this mastermind group, uh, started with this level of commitment that we all have to one another, right? Even though the other mastermind members, they're not in the same business that I'm in, I'm equally committed to the success of their business in those mastermind groups than I am to mine. And I feel the exact same way from them as well. When we get into our meetings Uh, it's all in. You can tell from the group of people, they're equally committed to my success as I am to theirs. So talk a little bit about maybe that level of commitment that you receive from those other uh, members. Yeah. You know, and I think that what you're describing is really even related to being like-minded. In other Mm -hmm. words, we all want to have the best for those people that are in our group and being committed means that a we're going to show up b we're going to we're going to be present and we're really going to listen well i call it listening generously and when we listen generously then we can actually have those speak straight conversations by saying hey look i don't see it that way i see it this way and 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 i think that the commitment that we have has to be carefully curated because so oftentimes people will want to join a group and give lip service to it, but we really need to make sure that they are going to be committed. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, the way that you do that is to 
create some kind of a hurdle, some kind of a, uh, an application process, some kind of a, uh, a process to be able to, to vet that individual just to see whether they are going to be committed. And, um, and then also have um, ways to exit people if they aren't committed, Mm -hmm. but truly that commitment is being able to, to, to be a generous listener, to, to, to speak straight and really have a heart for the other people who are a, a part of that group. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you how much uh, or how important that is. I know to me, right. To, sure. to know that we meet on Wednesday evenings, right. So to know that every Wednesday evening, I'm going to meet with this group and they care as much about my success as I do. Right. And, yeah. and that is, that, that brings me such uh, value right. And, in comfort and so forth. Um, which I guess what we're doing here is we're leading into, well, why is it even important? It, so yeah. I'm a, I'm a brand new leader. I'm, I'm brand new to leading this small software team in which I'm, uh, in charge of now. Why is it even important that I would take the, listen, I'm busy. I got a lot of mm-hmm. on my plate. Why do I yep. need to take the extra effort to go and find some group of people in a similar situation or, or like-minded have similar values and meet regularly with them? Why do I need to do that, David? Mm, yeah, that's great. Great question. And, and it's one that I hear an awful lot too. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I need to do this? Well, you know, I, I mentioned something earlier and that is um, blind spots. Mm-hmm. We as leaders all have blind spots and I'm not going to find those blind spots unless I'm in a group where I can share the things that I'm going through and have those people expose my blind spots. That's, that's one of the first things. And I think it's one of the best things about a group and and why we should be a part of these groups. But secondly, it's also really good to be a part of a group like this so that we understand that we're not alone. Uh Oftentimes being a leader is somewhat lonely that it it shouldn't be, but there's oftentimes things that maybe we can't share with our team that we can only share with those, you know, above us in the organizational chart. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes we have to hold things close to, to our vest um, because they're not ours to share at a certain moment. So having others in a group where we can, allow some of that stuff to process and and actually speak it out loud allows us an opportunity to be able to, 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 to share, to get off our chest and also kind of even process it mm-hmm. where we can't uh, with our, you know, with our, the people that we're leading. So why do I need to be a part of it? Number one, I think it helps us expose our blind spots Um, number two, it gives us a a venue to be able to process things that maybe we can't with those that we lead. And, you know, I think finally too, it, it also helps us to know that we're not alone, that there are others that are going through the same kinds of issues, maybe not at the same time, maybe they've been through them before and it allows us the opportunity to learn and to grow from other leaders. No, no two leaders are alike. No two leaders are at their same place at the same time. So Michael, if you and I were in a a group together, I'm going to learn things from you because of your experience Mm -hmm. that I've never been through. And that's really important. So 
I think that's one of the best ways and one of the best reasons why we want to be in in an, a group like this so that we can um, be around other leaders and, and yeah. learn from them. Yeah. You know, I, I want to kind of dive in. You, you shared three or so benefits there, and I want to kind of yeah. dive in because as you were talking through those, I could think of examples in my own life for each and every one of those. Um, and, and so I'll just share that. And, and if you've got some examples, I'd love to hear some of yours as well. But you mentioned blind spots. You know, here we, we're we marching into March here um, <laughs> as we record. And this episode's actually going to air uh, later on in March. But back in December, in that mastermind group that I was talking about, uh, we had a special uh, few meetings in December where we were going to focus on our business plans for this year, for 2022. Uh, and one of the things that I know I struggle with, and one of the things that c- can easily become a, a big blind spot for me is the inability to focus, to focus uh, on yeah. something, right? And I know a lot of people yeah. struggle with this as well, but that doesn't always make me feel better. Uh, but in my 2022 planning, I, I'd put a lot of things in in. in in place and 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 I was going to have a lot of balls in the air and, and juggling them around and um, my mastermind group the feedback that they gave me wasn't necessarily what I wanted to hear uh, but it was certainly what I needed to hear uh, and it was the reality that that blind spot that I tend to have had crept up on me again uh, and in my planning for the year I had all these things all these great ideas that I wanted to implement and my mastermind group said hey Michael you need to focus here, right? You've got too many things. You're going to end up in a situation where you're doing a lot of things, but you're not doing any of them really, really well. Uh, and so, you know, and then they had some recommendations based on this past year and so forth. I think you should focus here. You should, and that kind of thing, right? So it was one of those blind spot moments that um, that I was planning uh, that uh, I didn't even recognize until they, they spoke that wisdom to me. And I so appreciate that. What about you? Have you got some some blind spot examples too, probably? I was just going to say, it sounds like you and I were, were in the same group for some reason. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I often get uh, told, uh, you know, the, look, you, I, I have a shiny object syndrome. I, I have all of these great ideas. And and what what's interesting is, is that my mastermind group has helped me um, through a similar process. And, and actually, as I look over on my dry erase board here in my office, I look at a word that came to me in one of those sessions. And that word is elimination. Mm -hmm. What is it that I need to eliminate? Because, you know, similar to you, there are so many things that I want to be able to do because I have such a passion for, for leaders and for helping companies grow and, and, and growing company culture. And, and, and all of those things take time but I, in, in focusing, I have to eliminate, I have to learn to eliminate certain things it may not be forever, but it may be for a quarter. It may be for a couple of quarters uh, during the year. So, so elimination for me has been a, 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 uh, a word for this year based on some, you know, a blind spot that I have. And, mm-hmm. and it's, I, I know it. I, I, I know that I take on a lot of things and a lot of projects and yet it helps me to be reminded of it through mm-hmm. those people who are in my inner circle. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that. Well, you also talked about this benefit of kind of with some outside 
individuals being able to process through some some things that that might require a lot of confidentiality, right? You may be dealing with something at work that you can't talk to the people at work about. Um, uh, but if you have the, you know, these outside individuals that, that you can confide in and you know that there's already confidentiality kind of baked into that. Um, I mentioned the commitment earlier in, in my mastermind groups. Um, well, probably right behind commitment is this idea of confidentiality, right? What, what gets Mm -hmm. talked about here among this group stays right here among this group. And I can remember many years ago, I was so blessed to be a part of, a group of men uh, in our church that uh, were considered to be business leaders. And so I was, it was, it, we met, uh, I believe it was once a month. It was many years ago, but I had the opportunity at that time to speak with a uh, several other men in this group, uh, much older men, much more experienced men and wise men um, about a situation that I had at work where I was actually going to have to lay off some team members. And this was mm-hmm. the first time I'd ever had to go through that. And, and it, it was, it was not performance related. It was not on these individuals. It was, it was business related, right? The numbers in the business just, just weren't adding up and, and we were going to have to let people go. And I was so torn up about it. And I remember having a conversation with these men and I could do so in complete confidence that, uh, there would be nothing shared. It wasn't impacting or it wasn't going to get back to anyone in, in my work environment and so forth. And that is where one of the, one of the men in that group, because I was all worried about how do I have this conversation with these people that I'm about, I'm about to lay off. Um, yeah. And I just remember one of the men said to me or asked me the question and I, and I still use this today in my leadership uh, teaching. He just asked me the question. He said, Michael, how would you want to be treated in that situation if you were them? Right. And it just kind of forced me to out loud, think about that and talk about, well, well, I would want this and I would want that. And that so helped me then to go into those conversations and treat those people appropriately with respect and dignity and so forth. But it was that ability to kind of get outside the org chart and in a confident way, Talk to someone about, hey, how do I deal with this? That brings so much value to you when you can do that. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. And, you know, and it's, it brings back uh, actually a a situation that uh, was in one of my groups that we were actually processing an issue. I call it processing an issue, but it's, it's essentially somebody comes in and they're on the hot seat and we've got a challenge. And what's interesting is that just by virtue of being able to talk it out, Mm-hmm. there's a, a, an ability to be able to come up with your own solution. That's right. And what's interesting is, is that when we talk it out, oftentimes we have the, we have the, the answers they're within us. It's just, we have to be able to get them out and being in that confidential um, environment. That's not part of our own organization. It allows us the, the, the freedom to be able to even share things that you're thinking about. They may be off the wall things, but mm-hmm. that's okay. It's it's just being able to get them out. And when we get them out, we we sometimes will be able to hear ourselves go, wow, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Or, huh, now I, I, I that's, that's exactly what I need to do. And so by virtue of processing out loud and having that safe space where it, everything is confidential, 
man, that's so, such a huge benefit, such a huge benefit. Yeah. You know, and, and you bring up another great point there that as I think through the groups I've been a part of, some of the most valuable and influential members of those groups were the ones that responded to my comments or my questions with questions. Exactly. Not the guy that said, oh, well, here's what you need to do. You see, I went through this 10 years ago and here's what I did and it worked. And so, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of value in that, but the, the most meaningful to me were those individuals that responded to my dilemma or my question that I posed to the group with questions of their own, because then what that did, like you're just talking about, it forced me to process that, to think about that. And, you know, I call it, I call it processing out loud. I actually had to talk right. about my thoughts or my feelings or, or about the situation. And just like you, you described light bulbs start going off for me. I start feeling better about myself. Hey, I, I, I came up with that idea. That's a really good idea. I should do that. You know, so, so many things happen when you have that, that individual that's willing to just ask questions uh, and, and allow you to process through it. And by the way, that's an incredible leadership principle uh, as well. Don't, don't just run in and give your two cents, ask them oh, the questions, yeah. right? Michael, that's huge. I mean, and, and if there's anything that I could, could say to any rookie leader, and that is learn how to ask great questions. Mm -hmm. um, John Maxwell has a book uh, called Good Leaders Ask a Great Questions. Mm -hmm. And it's really one of the more influential books for, for me, at least of John's. I mean, he's, he, of course, he's written over a hundred books, right. but, but that book actually helped me, I think, the most to lead better. And and your comment about don't come in, try to come and come up with solutions, come up with questions mm -hmm. because as a leader, what I want to do is I want to help the people that I lead think. And I want to help them to think on their own by asking great questions. And, and what's interesting is we, we even have a, a, a module in our emerging leader inner circle um, group where we teach how to ask good questions because it's, it's not common. Mm -hmm. Most people, when they, when they get a question, they want to come up with the, with the answer. That's right. And, and, and you have to resist that as a leader, you have to resist that. You have to be able to resist the question and, and actually think of what's a better question that I can send back so that that individual can think and mm -hmm. think about the, the issue. And um, so I, I, I am so glad you said that because I think asking questions is, is one of the leader's greatest tools in their toolkit. Yeah, I agree. It's a great skill. And I agree with you too, that um, it, it's not common to, to be really effective with that skill. I know for years, uh, I was very guilty of asking, I guess what I would call leading questions, right? Grammatically, they were questions. They had a question mark right. at the end. So gr okay. grammatically, they were questions, but they were very much leading questions to the point that I was almost assured I was going to get the answer that I wanted uh, from right. that question. Not necessarily the idea or the the answer that was, you know, belonged to that person, but it was the question that I wanted to hear. Um, well, you also mentioned... Uh, this this benefit or this value of these groups uh, around this this idea or this feeling that I'm not I'm not alone I, I'm not I'm not by myself I'm not alone in this and and this to me is 
um, I, I feel like I can measure it. I, I feel like it is tangible when you when you experience this. But but I know that some people kind of look at this as one of those fluffy, fuzzy things that you you know that's intangible. But there is great value in this idea that I'm with a group of people, and therefore the struggles I face or the challenges I need to overcome, or even the negative thoughts that might go through my mind, I'm not alone in those things. Talk about the kind of the power in knowing that. Yeah. You know, Michael, I think that the power is really being able to understand when I understand that there are other leaders who are having those same questions, those same um, um, internal dialogues and stories that they tell themselves, um, it, it really gives me a, a, a position of strength because I know that I, I'm not alone and that I can overcome them as well because other leaders have over overcome. So I think by virtue of being in a group where you have other leaders telling you, yeah, I struggled with that too. And, and, and here's what I did. It gives you the ability then to, to know that you can do it too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think too, that um, just being in a, uh, an environment where others are, are sharing their struggles and their challenges it allows you to know that you can overcome Mm -hmm. because you're seeing others overcome their challenges as they present them. So those are a couple of things I think that come to my mind as I think of, you know, why, you know, why it's good to be Mm -hmm. able to be a part of a group like this and know that I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, it's, it's just so powerful to, to know I'm not alone that, uh, and, and I, for whatever reason, still to this day at times, I'm, shocked when someone in my life, some, some leader that I highly respect will say to me, yeah, I struggle with that exact same thing. I, for whatever reason, <laughs> still to this day, I'm shocked. Wow. I never would have thought you struggle with the same thing that I struggle with. Um, and yeah. it's just so powerful to have that camaraderie, if you will, then mm-hmm. with other, with other leaders. And, and I don't know what it is about the human mind, but I just, re- I just know that, you know, when we were children, the things that we experienced or the thoughts that we had, we thought everyone had those thoughts. We thought everyone <laughs> went home and lived the exact same way we lived. But then as we transition into adulthood and we start having those thoughts and, and experiences, we feel like, well, I'm the only one that feels this way or thinks this way or has this problem. Uh, and that's just not true. Uh, every other leader is experiencing very similar things. Um, well, I, I want us to to get into sharing with the audience then, well, how, right? I understand, okay, what what kind of group you're talking about? And I, I get it. I see why it's important. But how do I get into or how do I find one of these groups that I can be a part of? And then I definitely want you to talk about your inner circle uh, program there and all. And But let's, let's give some insight into the audience here into, well, how do we get into one of these groups or create one of these groups if we have to? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think the, the the easiest answer is to start asking around. You know, ask other other leaders. Um, you know, what what groups are you a part of? Um, asking other leaders is going to be one of your fastest ways to find a find a group, and 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 understand what groups are out there. So I think that that's that's one way. Um, another way, quite frankly, is ask your boss. Ask your boss. You know, are, are you a part of a group? 
Um, because what I found is, especially for emerging leaders, is that their their boss, their leader, may already be a part of a group, and then they can recommend um, a group for them, and and, and maybe even help them find a, a group. Um, one of the ways that we have created our inner circle groups is to 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 really. Um, cover the spectrum of leaders. So we have inner circle, uh, emerging leaders in our inner circle. We have growing leaders. So kind of that middle management type of of a a, uh, leader Mm -hmm. and then our executive inner circle. So, so no matter where you are as a leader on the spectrum, we have a group that is, uh, is available for, uh, for, for a leader. Mm -hmm. And, And so I think that by asking good questions, asking other leaders. That's, that's one way listening to podcasts. I mean, I, I've found out about different groups by listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I have uh, a whole lineup of, of, of uh, podcasts that I listen to. And, and I think that that's another way is just being able to, 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 to uh, listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. And, and I think I would just add to that, that especially when you start to go and you, you start to ask others, what groups are you in and, and all. And I, I definitely agree with you as it relates to, to, you know, speak to leaders within your own organization, your own boss and so forth. I would, I would just highlight again, though, that need to be sure that you're reaching outside of your organizational chart to, to, to gather in a meeting, right? Um, don't, uh, what I would encourage people to do is maybe your company or your team has a mentoring program or something like that. Don't replace that mentoring program inside of your organization with what we're talking about here right there's this real need to get outside of your organization and meet with with other individuals um in a a group like this um i I certainly uh, encourage you to do that and then listen i there's groups like the inner circle and they're everywhere out there and i promise you can go and find them so you just you know to the point you're making listen to podcasts read books whatever it is um, that you can utilize to to go and find those. But again, I would warn folks, don't replace getting into a mastermind group, for instance, with listening to podcasts. They're not the same. I, I am incredibly honored and blessed that people listen to the Rookie Leaders podcast. But I would say that if you had a choice to listen to this podcast or get in a mastermind group, I would want you in a mastermind group of some sort uh, because the the value is even greater than um, a book or a podcast or, or anything else for that matter in, in, in my mind. I totally, totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, I, I think one thing that I know I've done before in the past, and, and I would want to get your thoughts on it as well. Uh, although I kind of view this as the last resort because I have to imagine finding a group that would benefit you out there in the world today, it's certainly possible, but if it's not creating your own, right? So I've done this a few, a few times on on my own where I didn't feel like what I needed uh, was there. And so I went and found others that needed something similar and created the group there. What would you say to that individual that, that, that kind of feels this need or this urge? Well, 
I, I like this idea that David and Michael are talking about. I think I'll go create one of those. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, 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 you know, that's the beauty of being a leader is that if you can't find one that really speaks to you and it really speaks to the need that you have, you go create one. And when you go create one, um, then you become that leader of that, of that group. And you're the one who, uh, you know, can facilitate the conversations, can, can facilitate the hot seat sessions and, and ask good questions. So yeah, absolutely. Create your own if you can't find one that, that works for you. Good deal. Good deal. Well, David, listen, I know you and I can, we can nerd out on the, <laughs> the leadership and certainly mastermind or accountability groups. We could talk about this forever. Uh, but for the sake of time, I want to give you some time to talk about what you've got going on in, in your world, I know you've got a big event coming up. I know you've got the inner circle uh, that we just uh, spoke about as well. But uh, give uh, our listeners here uh, some details on how they can find you, how they can connect with you deeper. But then also, how can they take advantage maybe of this inner circle and also this big event you've got coming up uh, in the latter part of April here in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so there is a... There's an event that I'm working on um, in Atlanta with the co-founder of the John Maxwell team, a guy by the name of Paul Martinelli. And um, his, this is a, it's called the Turning Point Retreat. And Turning Point is a, an event, it's a, it's a retreat that uh, marries the, uh, the ability to be in a room and have a, a master teacher teach um, on mindset, on, on, on growth, and, and really helping um, individuals unlock the potential within them. And it marries that with an experiential component where we actually go out to a ropes course and we, we uh, put into practice some of the things that we're learning in that conference room and then we're able to process it outside of that and afterwards. And so um, it's it's called Turning Point. It's April 22nd through the 24th uh, in Atlanta at the uh, Hilton Northeast. And um, it's it's a great event. I love to have any of your listeners check it out. Um, they can go to my website. It's just davidmcglennon.com forward slash turning point. And for some strange reason, I don't know, I'm not a technician, but uh, the turn, the capital T and capital P, the, the T and the P have to be capitalized. So turning point. Wow, <laughs> after they, the that matters, session. huh? Yeah, I guess. Right. I, I, for some reason it does. I'm not sure why, but anyway. Um, but yeah, they can check it out and um, and, and love to, uh, to, to invite your listeners to that because... Uh, and what's interesting is I know one of the people that is uh, already registered um, is part of my emerging leader group. And the individual, while they became a leader a little bit later in their life, they know that they're, they've got something that's ahead of them. They just don't know what's, what that, what that next step is for them, what that season is that, mm-hmm. that they're going to go into after they quote unquote retire. So um, there's a lot of different um, people that will come from different p- parts of, of life, different leadership uh, parts of their journey, their, their leadership journey. And actually, quite frankly, different parts of the world. We've mm-hmm. got uh, at least two individuals coming from Slovakia uh, that are registered. Wow. I know we have several people from the UK uh, that are registered. Um, so it's, it's really a cool event. I'd love to 
love to invite your listeners. And then just the, the inner circle groups that, that we have, um, we have the emerging leader inner circle group, um, the growing leader and the executive leader groups. And uh, they can actually find out, you know, more information about those. Fill out an application on my website, davidmcglennon.com, and, um, you know, see if it's if it's something that would be, be right for them. Awesome. And, and I will have in the show notes for this episode, I'll have links to, to all of that. Um, and, you know, as you were talking about the Turning Point event, it, it occurred to me, these types of events, one, I'm just thrilled to see these types of events back. And I'm sure yes. you're thrilled to be yes. a part of one of these types of events. I really am. Yeah. But um, because it's been so long since we've been able to do this, I feel the need maybe to remind people of this. We've We've talked here about mastermind groups or accountability groups or whatever events like the turning point retreat are fabulous places to find those individuals that are like-minded as we talked about earlier uh, and if necessary create the group that you need so i highly encourage uh, our listeners to uh, to take advantage of that again i'm going to have links in the show notes for this episode to uh, everything there that you just mentioned david well david Thanks so much for for sharing your time with us. Uh, very valuable time. You've dropped some real wisdom bombs on the audience. So thank you so much for sharing that time with us. I, I know that I and our listeners as well, we're better leaders for having spent some time with you. So thanks so much for that. Uh, Michael, it's my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, been been great to be with you and um, really grateful to have been here. So thanks. <laughs> And there you have it, uh, my interview with David. I, I hope that David and I were able to convince you, persuade you that you need to be a part of some type of group. Again, we don't care what you call it, support group, accountability group, mastermind group. Uh, be a part of David and his inner circle group. Whatever type of group or whatever you want to call it, be sure you find that group of people that are on a similar journey as you and that are uh, kind of equally committed to leadership growth as you and, and, and get in there and enjoy the benefits of being in such a group. Hey, before I let you go, let me remind you here in the month of March, we have a 50% discount on our Leadership Accelerator online course, 30-day challenge guaranteed to increase your leadership effectiveness. So I definitely want you to take advantage of that. We're giving this deal here in the month of March because I'm such a college basketball fan, and we're right now in the middle of the March Madness tournament at the end of the NCAA uh, basketball season. Hey, if you're watching March Madness, if you're watching the the, the games and you, you've got some thoughts or some opinions, I'd love for you to reach out to me. Again, I love this tournament. I love March and college basketball. So uh, if you want to talk March Madness, reach out to me. I'm certainly, I certainly welcome that engagement. We'll, we will uh, definitely talk about basketball if you'd like to do that. If you want to talk about leadership, I also welcome that feedback as well. So reach out to me. But before the month is out, and we just have a few days left here in March, can't believe it, but just a few days here left in March, be sure you take advantage of this 50% discount. Head over to CredibleLeaders.com forward slash accelerator and then use the promo code MADNESS and you'll get a 50% discount on that on that 30-day uh, online leadership course called our Leadership Accelerator. Take advantage of that. Hey, and again, be sure you check out the show notes, RookieLeaders.com. This is episode number 92. You'll find links to everything that David mentioned there. Highly encourage you to engage with him. 
check out his leadership content, his podcast, uh, the event that he's got coming up here in just April uh, here in Atlanta. I uh, encourage you to participate in that. And then, of course, his podcast, In the Growth Space. It's one of the top uh, recommendations on my podcast list, so I hope you'll take advantage of that as well. So, again, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope we've persuaded you. Get into some groups, and until I speak to you again next time, be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.